Welcome to the realm of magic and mystery, classic horror and sci-fi. You are now entering the House of the Unusual podcast with your hosts, Eddie and Joe. Welcome all you cool ghouls and friendly fiends to the House of the Unusual podcast. I'm your host, Joe Pavlansky. With me as always are my good friends, Eddie Guevara and Chuck and Sherry Caputo. Everybody, what's up? Hey, hello. Hi, everyone. How are you, How are you Joe? All righty. I'm doing fine, man. I'm a, I'm a little sore. I just got done playing um, some hockey, doing some practice, so my legs... Everything well, everything hurts at, at this age. Uh, oh, poor baby. I, I would say back in my twenties I'd be able to hand, but now in my forties, I'm like, what the heck am I doing? I should be laying on the couch watching TV and yeah, that's you right, know, eating chips. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, but it was a good workout today. I went to the the gym for an hour and then played wow. hockey for an hour and a half. So nice, nice good for you. You I, met I them when you said it. You got to keep up with these young kids, man. Yeah, yeah you, you meant it when you said it a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to buy a hockey stick and I'm going to play. So you meant it, huh? Yeah, I've been, I, I tell you, what, I've been playing a lot. I've kind of, you know, because my workouts for a while, I was gearing them more towards, you know, strength training. And, and Chuck, I, you, you said you you used to lift, you know, heavy a lot, right? Yeah, you know what, for quite a few years I did. And in, in, in the last couple of years, we've been working out, but I go much lighter now. I just get a little bit of resistance. I don't. I don't really yeah. push it, but yeah, back in my twenties and thirties, I was really into, I guess what, what would be powerlifting, you know? Yeah. See, I, I've been doing that, doing a lot of heavy and you know, it doesn't, it doesn't go well when you, you try to lift heavy and then go on the ice and you have to be quick agile and all that <laughs> stuff. kind of, you have know, kind of been, you know, looking at different workouts and I have to go, you know, like you said, I have to go a lot lighter with my weights and uh, do kind of more like sports specific type training rather than just going in there lifting heavy weights and leaving. No, you know what i think that's exactly it joe what you gotta do is just get get some resistance but you gotta stretch and you gotta keep agile you yeah. know what i mean yeah i i tell you what i did um today at, at the gym i did about 30 minutes of stretching i've been trying to stretch a lot more and i i tell you what man you if you get a good 30 minute stretch i mean you're i was drenched today you know just from stretching wow it, it was tough it you know i i I didn't realize how, you know, tight, like my hips and back and everything oh, are until yeah. I actually tried to stretch. I'm like, what the heck am I oh, doing? I, I, I tell you what, both of my shoulders are tight and my hamstrings are like steel cables. Yeah. I have to stretch them. It's, it, it's ridiculous. It really is. Yeah. What, yeah. how, how old are your fellow uh, hockey players that are with you? Are they your same age or around your age? You know, when I go, when I go during the week, it's like a, um, it's called just stick, uh, stick time. So it's pretty much any age could go out there and it's basically like an open practice. You go out there, skate around, shoot. Um, sometimes if there's some guys out there, we might get like a two on two going, but on Sunday mornings, I play with a group of guys. It's pretty much 40 and up. I might be the youngest guy in there. Everyone else is pretty much over like fifty-five. Oh, oh, there you go. Well, that's so, good news. Hey, you know it's not it's not too bad. But you see some of these guys, and you know they they're in their late fifties, early sixties, and if you didn't know it, they're on the ice like like they're twenty years old. Wow, I'm impressed. And you know, wow. and they've been playing for for years and all that. So I'm thinking like, okay, I'm forty-one. If 
he's doing that at 60 or 65, I, I have no excuses. Yeah. I, I got to get my butt moving. So it was nice motivation, you know, for me. I went this past Sunday uh, and played. I got off of work 6 a.m. and then played 8 to 9.30. And I, I tell you what, I I was I was hurting so bad. Oh, I, I was hurting so bad. I couldn't sleep because my legs and my hips and back hurt so mm -hmm. much. And I said, man, this is, it was like one of those good, you know, Chuck, when you get like a good workout in yeah. and it hurts, but you're like, man, that's a good pain. You know, that's good. Yeah. That's a good thing. So that, that's how it felt. So I was, I was happy with it. I, I skated today. I did a, a little bit of drills and um, I'm still a little sore. I'm going to work with a, um, a skating coach. I'm hoping tomorrow or Friday to work on some, uh, some hockey stops. Cause I'm having a lot of trouble with that, but um. Well, that's good. Yeah. You're doing good. Yeah, you know what? It's it's a nice it's a nice break from just going to the gym five six days a week, lifting heavy weights, and then leaving. You know, it's I'm getting my cardio in, my stretching, and it's Absolutely. it's making me move a lot more. You know, which yeah. I I think at at our age, you know, we start getting you know, especially you start getting above thirty years old, you start you know slow people tend to start slowing down so i don't want to uh no, i don't want to get into that uh, that mix so joe uh it's kind of an unfair advantage you're giving these guys you're i mean a younger guy you know come on man <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll tell you what they they had the unfair advantage man i wasn't there was one guy he was sunday he was probably in his mid-30s and um early, early to mid-30s and you could tell because he he was just all over the place. You know, there was no stopping him. And I said, yeah, I'm not there yet. <laughs> well, you'll get there. So, yeah. I tell you what, it's, it's a nice mix of, um, it, it's nice to mix it up and, and get out there and meet and met a lot of good friends. Um, a lot of new people. And you know, it, what's really nice is there's a lot of high school kids out there too, that are, you know, um, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 years old, and they're playing hockey so it, it, it's nice to talk with them and hear their stories about how, you know, they got into it and, you know, different places they play and, you know, just some of their stories and all that. And then on the other end, you hear these guys. I, I met a guy who I, I can't remember his name, but he played professional hockey in the 70s. And then um, he played for a couple of years, got out and went into the military. And that's kind of how we started talking. But, you know, to hear his stories and a lot of these older guys' stories on how they started, it's it's pretty cool because you got two different, you know, generations. They're probably separated by a generation or two. So, yeah, it, it's really cool meeting a lot of good people and um, just having fun. That's the, the oh, name absolutely. of the game. I tell you what, hockey is a great sport. My dad was a big hockey fan. And I'd hear he really? Yeah, and you know what? Out here in Pittsburgh, hockey's big, man. The yeah. Pittsburgh Penguins, I mean, yeah. that's oh, yeah. Great. Very, very big, yeah. And my sister lived up near Philadelphia. I think the Philadelphia Flyers are out there. Yeah. They're very popular, too. But, yeah, Pittsburgh is big on sports. You know I mean? The Steelers, the Pirates, the Penguins, you know. Yeah, Pittsburgh is definitely hockey town, man. We went to um, a game, shoot, maybe about seven or eight years ago. I took me and my wife, and um, she's not a big sports fan, but she absolutely loved it. She goes, this is the best time ever. I said, hockey yeah. games live are, yeah. are the best. So we're, we're going to try to make an effort this year to um, – to go i i do have the youngstown phantoms that play they're like a um i think a tier one junior league right which i believe is 16 to 21 and um one of the guys from there they just got um drafted to oh shoot i can't remember might have been the penguins um oh, wow. he was originally wow. from uh manitoba i believe that's wisconsin and he played for the um 
Phantoms, and yeah, he just got drafted. He went somewhere in the first round. So yeah, it, it's pretty cool. But we're gonna make an effort to to go see um, some hockey games this year. So nice. what's going on with you guys, Chuck and Sherry? What's what's new out there? Oh, we've been keeping busy. I've been doing some shows. I just wrapped one up yesterday. And you know what? We've been going to a lot of parties. I mean, it's like yeah, really... Yeah, the weekend. Yeah, yeah, this weekend we had, uh, let's see, her, her one of her nurse friends, her daughter graduated from high school. So we went there. Then we met our sons, our, our youngest boy, Nick. Turned, for his birthday. For his birthday, turned 27. We went there, and then, and we went swimming the other day at his house. He just he just bought a house, and I'll tell you what, it's a really cool place, and it's got a... It's, we're really proud of him. Yeah, we're very proud of him. You know what? Uh, it's a it's a built-in swimming pool, actually, and everything. So it was neat just, you know, swimming around and catching some rays and stuff. So we've been right. kind of chilling a little bit. Yeah, and Saturday was uh, Chuck's niece's... Um, oh, that's right. 50th surprise birthday party yeah so that yeah, was, so that, yeah, was wow. yeah, that was kind of cool so we went to like three or four different parties man we're all partied out you know you guys are like party animals man <laughs> reliving your college days <laughs> yeah. i don't know what's going on here it just happened all at once yeah oh well that's cool man it, it keeps you keeps you moving and all that how the show's been good you know what you know what pretty good it's not as busy as it was last month but that's okay because i got a lot of stuff to do i was i was cutting grass earlier today i i was out there in this heat and i was i was cutting some grass so there's stuff to do around the house when i'm not you know when i'm not working you know there's, you know there's always something to do when you're on a house you know are you guys get are you is it raining out there by you guys now because it's it's storming by us oh here. really no no, no it, it's, it's sunny yeah it's actually it's sunny nice uh, yeah. i'm looking while well, i'm looking at the weather map it it's coming across the youngstown area and you guys might get a little bit, but it might go also a little bit north. So okay. check your weather. Maybe in a couple hours or so, you guys <laughs> might get, Maybe get when hit we're with in the sleep. rain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. Good. Well, that's, that's good to hear. You guys have been active and keeping going, partying down like some, uh, you know, crazy college kids and all um, that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm telling you, we're too old for this. I got to watch my hip. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got to keep the body, mind, and soul young. So. Yeah, yeah, good, good deal, good deal. So, Eddie, what's what's new with you, man? You you said you had a crazy day today, and congratulations uh, on your son graduating his his class. So, tell us all about it, man. No, it, it was phenomenal. Right now, it was actually putting together the book that Chuck just put out. It's uh, he, he goes around the cemetery. He carries a tombstone. He does a couple of laps around the cemetery. <laughs> it's called Chuck's, uh, what is it, Summertime Walks. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's been okay, man. A little tired. Uh, haven't gone to bed yet since uh, yesterday. So um, I'm just looking to do that pretty soon um, after the show, I guess. And uh, other than that, Joe, uh, I, I did get the flag today. It's in the post office the pirate duplicate flag that I've been anxiously waiting oh, for. Cool. I haven't gone to pick it up. It's too late now because I, uh, mm-hmm. I'm i going to bed. <laughs> yeah, But uh, th- that's one thing I'll be doing tomorrow morning, that's for sure. I'll probably get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and wait outside the post office door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, man. I, and I still have to send you, you something. I, and I, I don't – I before I forget, I was supposed to send it last week and – it's just been it's been a crazy couple of weeks, so I'm gonna try to get it out uh, this week. Hopefully, it's just been it, it's been nuts. I, I'm I'm so backed up on mailing out a lot of stuff and getting to the post office. So, um, me too. Be on the lookout for that. It, you know, hopefully it'll Thank go you. well with your your flag and everything. But, uh, so what what's the topic for today, guys? We kind of left it open, and there's um, what you know, whatever you guys, wherever you guys want to take it today, man. It's kind of like a uh, 
a free for all. So you know what? We're going to put Sherry on the spot and say, yeah. what do you want to talk about today? What's been on, what's been burning on your mind? I'll tell you what's burning on my mind. <laughs> All right. The movie Double Door. Loved it. Double? Joe, Did you really? Oh, great. You watched it. I liked. <laughs> you actually watched it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Did you crazy. not want to kill that lady? The, the From the beginning. Matron of the house. The end. Yes. She was such a tyrant. Oh such my a gosh. bully to her sister and her half brother, and she tried so hard to run a, put a wedge between the half brother and his new wife, his new yeah. bride, and it just shows that love endures all, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, the ending was poetic justice, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, it, it, it definitely was. And I tell you what, the um, the actress that played her, I'm looking up at, online now. Her name was Mary Morris. She did such, did she not do such a fantastic job of just being just an evil oh. household tyrant of a matron yes. of the house and just, oh my, I wanted to reach in there and just choke her to death. I like, don't know how many times I was saying, stuff her in that door, choke her. Oh, it's horrible. Boy, it's how, some... about, how about those eyes on her? She looked like Bella Lugosi almost. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. And I felt so bad for uh, Ann Dara, who is played by Evelyn uh, Venable. She was such like a, a sweet yeah. lady and trying to do everything she could. Oh, to... that was so sad. Yeah, and then um, really what's her name? Who was the um, the sister? The or... Sister, yeah. Was that Caroline? I think yes. it was Caroline, played by yes. Ann Revere. She was like, felt so bad for her because she was just so timid, and you, Very, you know, she had like, yeah. some some PTSD from from. Uh, <laughs> Victoria and all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Victoria, that was her name. Yeah, they amazing. locked her up in the, the thing in there. She thought she was gonna die, and oh man, just crazy. Yeah. That, that movie was crazy. I liked it. I liked it. You know, I, if it's murder and mayhem, that's right up my alley. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed <laughs> it. I, I was hoping you guys would watch it. What did you think of it, Chuck? Yeah, I tell you what, it was it was really good. You know what? And I was glad uh, the old lady got locked in the room at the end, and that was great. Uh, yeah, and uh, she let out a yelp like a scream. Yeah, <laughs> you would think there'd be some kind of a fell safe, uh, like like an emergency thing to open it up. I think in the in in the bat. I think there was like an emergency type of a, like a lever or something in there, wasn't there? There was a hidden room. Yeah, I believe so. But yeah, I, you know, I was thinking that too, because the supposedly in the story that the guy who built it, he used it as like a quiet room. Yeah, right. Father. So if he was in there to sleep, using it as a quiet room, he would have to close that door. Mm -hmm. How would he get out? There would have to be a fail safe in there. Unless... He yeah. knew where the fail safe was and nobody else did. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that is true. I didn't think of that. There could have been a you hidden know, because thing, yeah. you know, he was very, you know, into hidden passages and mm -hmm. hidden panels. So I'm wondering if he had it hidden in there and he took that secret to the grave with him. Yeah. That's true. I tell you what, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. You know what? I'm tempted to knock out a hole here and put a room somewhere and <laughs> You know what? If you don't like somebody, stuff them in there. Yeah. Soundproof room. Yeah. Hey, hey, man, I'm going to tell you. You know what? People just. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, Eddie, did you get a chance to watch it? Uh, no, I didn't, Joe. I have it on the uh, on the thing there. I was going to actually try to watch it tomorrow night because Chuck mentioned that it was good two or three days ago. And I'm like, I'm going to watch it tomorrow. But I guess they beat me to it. And. 
And today, my hectic day didn't really give me justice either, you know? Yeah, make sure you watch it. it it's it's great. It's not long. It's only, what, an hour and 15 minutes? But An it, hour and nine minutes, I think. Yeah, it, it keeps you, it, it like, keeps you in the movie because you want to see, you know, Victoria, you're like, she has to get her, her due. You know, she has to get what's coming to her, and oh, you're just you're waiting kidding. for it. Yeah. I love it. I love the whole scenery through the house. It, it just looked really cool. Little Victorian you know, type home, yeah, yeah, very old house, but yeah. it, well, well kept with butlers and maids and everything. It was just it was a cool movie. Really, yeah, neat. really good. We yeah. have to watch it again. Yeah, I yeah, I'm watching it again. That's surprising. It's very surprising yeah. for an old film, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading this on on, and I I didn't read this before on Wikipedia, but I'm going to read it verbatim here. It's very interesting. It says the film was adapted from the stage play of the same name by Elizabeth McFadden, which was open on Broadway in 1933. Both Mary Morris, um, who played Victoria, and Anne Revere, who played Caroline, reprised their stage roles for the film version. So they actually were the, the originals in that. Wow. And the characters of Caroline and Victoria Van Brent were both loosely based on the last surviving sisters of the Wendells, a powerful New York City family who resided in a large mansion together. Seven siblings in total, all unmarried, in isolation for most of their lives. Wow. So that's pretty interesting. I might have to look up, um, do a little research on the Wendells and, and see about them. But I, I that's really cool that... Um, Mary Morris and Anne Revere reprised their roles in the film, and they were the originals on the stage. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's amazing. Yeah, wow. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm I'm glad you guys in, enjoyed that movie, and um, yeah, we we got to get Sherry to watch a real monster movie like uh, <laughs> It: The Terror from Beyond Space. <laughs> <laughs> the one monster movie that I I really like is um. The goon from the Black Lagoon. That's my favorite monster. Oh, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, the creature. Lagoon. Sorry. <laughs> the goon from the Black Lagoon. I like that one. That's a good... Yeah, that would be a good title. Lagoon. I think she's talking about one of our neighbors, the goon. The goon. Yeah. The goon from the Black Lagoon. He's, that's, that's... Such a cool. He's such a cool looking uh, yeah. creature. Sherry, you're going to get the biggest backlash from people that love the creature. Uh, <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> the goon. The goon from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> Everybody, that Sherry Caputo out there, you could email her at. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Send God. all your hate mail uh, to Sherry Caputo. <laughs> you, Don't hate you know, on me. You know what, Sherry? There is a film I think you're gonna like a lot, and you know, and I know Joe probably would say it too, but there's one called The Guy with the X-ray Eyes. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, it's a pretty good film. It looks like an "I Dream of Genie" uh, backdrop on that, oh. but it, it's really cool. I'll you know what I'm talking about, Joe? Right? Was that from I think '63? I think that's yeah. X X the Man with the X-ray Eyes from 1963. It was uh, by Roger Corman. Oh. I so. You know that one? No. Yeah, it does look like I'm looking at the poster right now. It does look like a uh, like a hypnotic. Like he's got almost like got like the. Um, the x-ray glasses built in his eyes because he could see people's bones and everything. Right. 
But I think it has a setting like I dream of genie plot, you know, like where they have the hallways. Like oh, we'll, have to check, we'll have to check it out. It sounds it sounds familiar. I think. Yeah. I heard, but... The um, the X-ray guy with the X-ray eyes. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll mess up. Dude with I'll the X-ray up. eyes. <laughs> she always messes up titles. I'm or we could do the, the goon from the Black Lagoon with the X-ray eyes. <laughs> there you That's go. A one. That's a brand new product. Hey, I got a I got a cool pack of playing cards. Maybe you guys might be interested in. Oh, yeah. I, I I got it. I just got it in the mail the other day from Abbott's Magic Company down in Colon, Michigan. I think they're having their Abbott's get together right now as we speak. It's a really cool place. But anyway, uh, it's a it's a three D deck of playing cards. It's like a spooky deck of cards. It's called Screams at Midnight Playing Cards, and it's on their website. If you go to abbottsmagic.com, or if you can't find it, then just Google it abbott's magic company it, it comes with a 3d pair of glasses and everything it's, it's pretty neat like all the all the graphics pop out at you uh there's there's uh the joker is uh holding a playing card in one hand like a miniature card but then the other one it's gone so you make it like you can make the selected card vanish and so forth so there's a lot of possibilities with this what, what is it called it's called screams at midnight playing cards and if you go on abbott's magic uh it, you know what it's actually for sale right now so i just i just got that in the mail the other day it's pretty cool yeah he was sitting there checking out the cards <laughs> with these glasses. glasses on 3d glasses and i said do you need to have those on to do the trick and <laughs> well you know i mean it does enhance it if you have a huh. if you have a spectator put it on you know i mean things pop out of them it's kind of cool oh, okay. yeah yeah so check it out and correction on that um colon uh get together mm -hmm. that's in august oh it's in august yeah okay, i august. think i think that bent Okay. Um, is going on. In oh Kentucky. yeah, the Vent Haven uh, Museum uh, has uh, in Fort Mitchell, Kentucky. They I have, think that's going. Yeah, on that's now. yeah, that's yeah. going on right now. I would like to see that, God willing, someday. That that would be kind of cool, you yeah. know, you know, to go there. They got a, they have a night where you we were like a, you know, like anybody could go up and like perform a, a brief uh, ventriloquism act. You know what? So I so I'd probably volunteer to do it. It's like a. I think about a five-minute act you can do. No, Joe, I'm not as dummy. Well, she's tough tonight, huh? <laughs> you better watch it. Watch, I'll send a goon after you. Yeah, right, so I send the goon from the Black Lagoon with the X-ray <laughs> eyes after me. Exactly. <laughs> the X-ray yeah, with the X-ray with a 3D pack 3D of playing cards. Oh, that, that's great. That That's funny, man. Yeah, it's all, I tell you what, you, when people mess up movie names, you could really get some uh, cool one, some cool names out there, man. Oh, I, so I was listening to this one uh, podcast and they were talking about different names. And every time they come up with a cool name, they're like, oh, that would be a good, uh, you know, heavy metal band name or that's a good rock <laughs> oh, band name. <laughs> and it's always like these stupid you know, things so we could do like a, a you know, we can make our own band, the goon from the black lagoon. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. The goons from the black lagoon, <laughs> the goonies. Yeah, <laughs> I but like hey, that one. I, you know what? The one woman in the in the black lagoon, I guess the woman main character, yeah. she she did almost like synchronizing, sw synchronized swimming, and uh, that was that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, she was really talented. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, uh, yeah. What the heck was her black, name? Um, dark hair. Yeah. She, yeah. She had dark hair. Uh, I can't remember I, her name. I got her autograph and I forgot her name. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm going to have to look it up because it's, it's escaping me. Julia Adams. That's, That's it. it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Julia. She just passed away. Um, not yeah. too long ago. It was I think I read that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know who passed away too? Larry Storch. Oh, uh, your buddy Larry yeah. Storch. Yeah. He was 99, huh? Oh, boy. Yeah. And so did James Conn. Yeah, said. yeah, James Conn died too. Yeah, 
losing a lot. I knew when we lost Betty White that it was all over, man. People yeah. were yeah, yeah. That's true. You know who's still hanging is Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, yeah. And Angela Lansbury. Yeah, they're both really. Cool. Yeah. 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 I think Dick Van Dyke's 96, maybe 95. Oh, Angela Lansbury. She's got to be up there. Got to be up there. Yeah, somewhere around there. Somewhere she in her 90s. Old back in the 80s. Yeah, when she was on Murder, <laughs> she wrote she she looked pretty old. You know? Yeah, I remember watching that in the 80s with my grandmother and because uh-huh. yeah. I was God five or six or seven then. So you know that that's 35 some years ago. And uh, she was old then. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she, she, she was. Hold on, I gotta look her up and see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say she's ninety six. I'm gonna take really? a stab. Yeah, I, you wow. know what? I didn't look it up. I'm just sitting here and. Okay, I, I haven't looked either. So what, what are we gonna guess, Chuck? You say ninety six. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go ninety four. All right. Yeah, okay. I'd say what, around in the nineties. What do you got, Eddie? What's your what? What are you thinking, Eddie? I would say ninety six. Okay, we got 96 and 94. Let's see. The, the drum roll the 96. Oh, there you go. I told you. She you was born know. October 16th, 1925. Oh my wow. Goodness. Good wow. for her, still kicking. Let, let's yeah. Dick Van Dyke. Did you said Dick Van Dyke's still around? I think he's 96, right? Yeah, maybe 95, maybe 96, somewhere in that area. I don't know exactly. Yeah, I'd say is. I'd say with him a little bit younger, maybe 95. I don't know, somewhere in that area. He's 96 as well, 96. December 13th, yeah, 1925. Yeah. Oh. You know what? The whole cast is dead from the Dick Van Dyke show. You know, you know uh, Jerry Mary Par- Tyler Moore. Right, Jerry Paris, Mary Tyler Moore. Uh, you Buddy know. Hackett. Buddy, uh, yeah, they're all. They're what was his name, Buddy? Oh, uh, Buddy Sorrell. Yeah. That was uh, Maury Amsterdam. Maury Amsterdam. Yeah. Yeah, they're all gone. Wow, that, that, that's crazy. Rosemary, right? Rose, Rosemary. Rosemary. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But that, that was, was a, a good that, that was a good show. That was a very very funny show. Yeah, it always makes me wonder why how some of these people live, you know, that old, and some you see die in their in their perfectly healthy and they die in their 60s and 70s it's like yeah, yeah, yeah somebody's we, up there on the other side man pulling cards and when it's your time man you go yeah yeah <laughs> we, how we healthy just, or unhealthy you are oh yeah we just seen something the other day about luke perry he was only 51 or 52 oh, when yeah, he died yeah. yeah that's a shame he had a stroke you, you know wow yeah it's you know, so, you know speaking of the other side my uh my wife went to visit a psychic last week Oh, and she went with a, a friend of hers from work and her, I, I, I tell you what, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a believer in that stuff, but I'm very cautious. Oh yeah. With, you know, these people, because there's a lot of fraudsters out there. There's a lot of frauds. Yeah. So I asked my wife about this and she said her, her friend get, um, made the appointment for her. And all the lady does is she takes your, your your first name and your phone number and that's it when you get there you pay her you sit with her and then she starts talking she's like a psychic medium mm-hmm. so my wife's friend came she she went in first and my wife was waiting and her friend came out crying and she goes i i can't believe she goes everything you know she told me she's true she knew stuff that only i know this and that and so my wife's like, oh, you know, okay. So she went in and here this this psychic lady told my wife stuff that only things that me and my wife know. Yeah. You know, she, you know, first, you know, told her, I see that you're surrounded by a lot of dogs and a lot of cats and their ashes. Well, 
we we had a lot of dogs in the past you know i think we had seven that have passed away and we have their ashes and it's you know my wife keeps them in her workroom but what nobody else knows besides me and my wife mm-hmm. is that she also has three cats with ashes because she had found some cats you know hit by a car or something on the side of the road and took them to the vet and got euthanized and she got them cremated and kept the ashes, you know, out of respect for the animal. Oh, wow. Not a lot of people know that. So, you know, that was interesting. But was what I found was really interesting is that, um, you know, my wife goes, you know, she, they're talking and all that. And she goes, hold on. She goes, there's a guy. She goes, there's a guy in here that was just here in the with the lady before you. She's like do you guys know each other? And my wife's like, yeah, you know, we're friends. And she goes, okay. She goes, the guy on the other side, she said his name, which was the first lady's ex-husband who had just died. And she's like, he wants to say, thank you for, for taking care of my wife. Well, nobody really, nobody knew that about a year ago when her friend was going through like a, a divorce, we had take, we had took her into the house for about two months. So she lived with us. Oh, that was, that was nice. So you guys back yeah. on her feet. Nice. So really? Nobody knew that this lady wouldn't know that. So it, there was a lot of things that she, she said that, you know, people wouldn't know. And all. I said, I, I might have to get a reading and, and see what's said. <laughs> wow. It sounded really cool. Wow. Hey, hey, you mentioned about the animals. If anybody buys our house, Joe, this is like a pet cemetery. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we didn't get them um, cremated. We actually buried them out there. Oh my God. I got I dogs, know. rabbits. Uh, one of my sons had a rat named Steven. He's out there. I mean, it's, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Oh, guinea, pigs. Uh, guinea pigs. I mean, yeah, oh, that, that's how my, my parents' house is like that. They, they just recently started um, uh, doing the cremation, but just in the past, anytime we had, you know, fish, they always went down the toilet, dogs died. My dad would, would bury him in the garden because he said it's, it's always good for the fertilizer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I tried stuffing a dog down the toilet. It doesn't work. Oh, <laughs> so we, but I, I, you know what? I, I got a whole digger. You know, I, I put uh, stockade fences up around their house. And whenever an animal dies, I'm out there digging holes all the time. You yeah. Know? Oh, my goodness. I've done that. At, you know, my one, I have a tree out front of my house where I, I have two bird feeders on there, and then I have this real small, um, looks like a picnic table with a hole in it and a cup that I put peanuts in there for the squirrels. Oh, that's nice. So every morning, it's like a it's like a party out there because I get off work at six and I, I put the feed out. Then by six oh one, there you got squirrels, rabbits, oh, tons of cute. birds. But anytime I've ever found like a bird or a squirrel dead around the house, I always bury them, you know, under the tree over there. So. I've got my own little pet cemetery uh, under my front tree. tree. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, Chuck. What is the name of those cards again? Oh, oh yeah. Here, let me get them. I got them right here. Um, let's see. I can actually snap a picture too, and yeah. uh, you know, and uh, put it on the forum. Uh, screams, uh, screams at midnight. Playing cards. Oh, screams at midnight. Yeah, I was trying to look it up, and I couldn't. I'll uh, see them. Yeah, if you go on their website, you know what? Go to Google because I'm not ex- exactly sure if it's Abbotts.com or what. But if, but if you search on uh, Google Abbotts Magic uh, Company in Colon, Michigan, you know what? And that's kind of cute because it's in Colon, Michigan. Back when Sherry <laughs> and I went went to the convention there a few years back, like there's they like they sell T-shirts. It says "Passing Through Colon." You know, it's like uh, it's nice. like oh, is it funny, man? You come up with so many play on words. It's, it's are these so the ones that does the back cover have like an eye on it? Yeah, exactly. There's yeah, those are really cool. Yeah, 
yeah there's an eyeball and there's a and there's a picture of the 3d uh, glasses you know one lens is blue one is red and uh but yeah you know what it's actually pretty cool you, you know what if anybody you know uh, purchase it you know what um you know um, make sure you mention my name because because the owner knows me greg bordner you know and uh yeah i'll tell you what it's 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 a quality deck it glides real good too they fan real good you know it's not it's not a el cheapo type of a deck so if i say chuck caputo sent me he's not going to say okay triple the amount of money yeah i was just thinking they'll probably double it. Stay in PA. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what you know i pop on their site every once in a while because you know what it's like probably the oldest magic company uh probably in the united states if not the world i mean it, it was started by percy Ab percy abbott back in the 20s i guess Is that his father or grandfather no i don't think it was a relation uh oh. cecil bordner his dad took what's it the name the of their site uh it's abbott's magic okay but i would google it say website for abbott's magic because it might be spelled a little different a b b o t t yeah abbott's magic <clears throat> company in colon michigan if you if so oh, colon michigan i love that that's so great oh man it's it is funny but i tell you what we went there a few years back just before covid 2019, 2019 just before covid hit and it was so much fun oh. yeah, yeah. In colon michigan <laughs> and i have and i was a gi nurse at the time too yeah she was a g9 oh, really? <laughs> it's perfect so uh, you fit yeah. right in colon i did uh, Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was a crappy situation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that's great. There's so yeah. There's a lot of jokes we could go with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun down there. You know what? It was a whole week of magic and magic yeah. shows and magic dealers. You know, and met a lot of nice people. A lot of very nice mm -hmm. people. You know what? And uh, quite a few people recognized me from the videos and so forth. So that was kind of cool. Oh, know? good. Yeah, it was fun. You you, you sign any autographs? Uh, no, I didn't. Do it. But yeah, uh, we we did stay at a hotel. It's all it's a little town, and there's no hotels in there at all. So we went to what was that called? Uh, it was Indiana, right next door. Yeah, like it actually borders three states. Like if you drive literally twenty minutes, you're in another state. And I think we stayed at like a Holiday Inn Express or something. Well, uh, Sturgis is the next town over. I can't remember, but it, it actually you know, bordered a lot of it, Amish people. Yeah, a lot yeah of Amish. that was yeah, riding their carts up and down the roads. Yeah. It was neat to see. Nice, really yeah. cool, man. Relax. They even come into town and they ask if you want to take a ride, <laughs> but we didn't. You know what? I watch. You know what? I watch too much ID. You know what? <laughs> I, you know, I'm always worried someone's going to conk me on the head and throw my body in a cornfield. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm looking at their at their page on their about us, and apparently they've been in business since 1934. 1934, okay. Yeah, and they do a um, they actually have their whole company's Abbott's Magic Company, mm -hmm. and they have a they. It looks like they have fifty thousand square feet, and they do they have business offices, printing department, art department, silk dyeing, computer room, sewing, exactly. oh, stock yeah. room, paint shop demonstration stage and magic theater so they're like they're like a one-stop shop for all this stuff oh yeah you know what i've been using a lot of their props for years i mean you know it's you know they're uh, they're very durable and i use a lot of mac magic uh you know from columbus ohio you know uh you know which i don't think they they still manufacture their magic out in columbus but that was by uf grant you know what if there's any magicians out there they would know what i'm talking about where, now where, where's that where's that uh, abbott's magic company at again it's in Colon, Michigan. 
it's on St. St. Joseph Street, I think they call it. But it's like it's like the only place around there. I mean, it's like in the middle of nowhere. There's two other magic shops too. Yeah, yeah. There's actually two other magic shops that came in there. One is Fab Magic, and the other one is Thir- with Rick. Uh, Rick Fisher, Fisher, and the other one is Sterlini Magic. John yeah, John Sterlini. Yeah, and his wife uh, Tamara. Yeah, they have a really nice stage in there as well. Yeah, you know what? She if it, sings and he. Oh uh, yeah, he's an excellent magician. Yeah, and, they they do an awesome uh, act. Yeah. Hey, if anybody ever wants to go there, if you like magic, or if you're even like a like a novice or getting into magic or whatever, yeah. I would highly recommend doing this. You know, it's about five days, isn't it? Maybe. I think so, and they have lectures and all kinds of things. Yeah, really cool. Right in downtown Colon. Michigan, <laughs> <laughs> just passing through colon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, that that looks like a, a pretty cool place to go. And before you know, before we get any any further, I we got to do our. Uh, I want to put out our homework movies for the week. All right. Here and this one's gonna kind of go with our theme today of like a just a grab bag up for whatever you want to do, but it's gonna have a little theme, and the theme is Ray Harryhausen. What? All right, Ray Harryhausen. So you got to you, you could pick any movie that Ray Harryhausen had his hands in doing his, you know, stop motion animation. So you have Mighty Joe Young. You have a Beast from two thousand twenty thousand Fathoms. Uh, it came from beneath the sea. Earth versus the Flying Saucers, a nineteen fifty six classic. Uh, twenty million miles to Earth. You have the Sinbad movies, the Gulliver movies, Mysterious Island, Jason and the Argonauts. 1 million BC, Valley of Guanji, uh, Clash of the Titans, all those those great uh, sand and, and sword movies, uh, some sci-fi ones. So there's a ton to pick from there. So okay, th- this is a perfect opportunity for someone out there who, who really hasn't dug into some Ray Harryhausen in a while or has been wanting to. Now's your opportunity. Grab one of his movies and uh, check him out. And we want to hear from you guys on the forum site at houseoftheunusual.com. Let us know what movie you watched and if you liked it or not. And Chuck, Sherry, and Eddie, we're going to be waiting to see uh, what you guys picked, if anything. So, wow. Okay. It sounds like a, it sounds like he uh, made a lot of movies. There's quite a list there you yeah. read off. Wow. Yeah, he, he had his hand in, in a lot of stuff. A lot of um, more sci-fi and fantasy stuff. There really wasn't... Um, I, I wouldn't really categorize any of the stuff as horror. But sci-fi and fantasy, definitely a lot of like 60s and 70s sand and uh, what would you call it? Sandal and sword type movies, but they're all fantastic. And, you know, I had a chance this past Monster Bash in June. They had uh, quite a few Harryhausen movies playing and it it was like I was like, why haven't I revisited these in such a long time? Because his his stop motion animation is just out of this world. I mean, it. It actually brings these characters to life, and you you're you're drawn into the movie on that. You're like, wow, the, you know, there's this actual minotaur or, or you know skeletons walking around, mm-hmm. and you're like, this is just crazy that this was going on in the '60s and '70s, and it looks better than most of the crap that's put out today with computers. Yeah, really. Wow, that sounds interesting. We'll definitely check out one of we'll we'll select one of his movies. I think uh, Sherry's looking it up right now online. Yeah, so Ray Harry, so everyone out there, Ray Harryhausen, yeah. definitely, uh, definitely check out you know some of his movies. And um, I, I tell you, I guarantee you're going to find one, and you're going to be, uh, uh, you're going to be addicted, and you're going to want a few more of them. Wow, cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't. The one I there's one that I I 
I, I can't really watch it too much because I get um I get kind of sad at, at the end of it. And it's uh, 20 million miles to Earth. And there's this little, um, oh, what the heck is he called? Um, oh, it's called a, uh, I'm looking online here. He's like a little lizard type uh, monster. But when he gets to, um, when he gets to Earth, the oxygen makes him a lot larger. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, He's called the Wyme, I think it's pronounced Wymir, Y-M-I-R or Emir, however it's said. Mm-hmm. But um, he, he's, he's, you know, he doesn't want to be bad. He's just, you know, he, he's, he's from, I think it's Mars, and he's just, he's very tiny on Mars, but when he gets to our oxygen, you know, on Earth, he becomes very large, and he's just, you know, he, he's a large, you know, reptile. So, you know, he doesn't want to be bad. He doesn't want to, you know, ruin things, and... <laughs> You know, they, they end up, um, you know, of course, dispatching him at the end. And it's it's very sad. But yeah. it's a good movie. A um, lot of good, a uh, um, lot of good animation. In it, nice. So. Is there any goons from the Black Lagoon in there? No goons <laughs> from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> you know, you know something funny when Dr. Boyajin said something like, that was the worst movie. What a backlash he got. Yeah. On, on which one? The Creature? Yeah, The Creature. Uh, take the creature very serious you know oh, that, yeah. oh that's yeah. a classic and, and to call him the goon from the black lagoon <laughs> yeah you might get it for that wow. one very and all hate there to sherry caputo <laughs> <laughs> i love that monster yeah he that's a that's a good look that's a good looking monster i always thought it was a good looking monster cool. yeah you, you have you have two classes of people out there they either love the creature or they hate it and I love it. I tell you what, out of any of the monsters, the creature has, like Eddie said, has the hardest following. It's wow. they are hardcore fanatics. Yeah, that's awesome. right, and they pay a lot of price for their, the the things that are out there. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Some of the, you put a creature on on some of the stuff, man, and it 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 goes for a good amount, man. Yeah. More so than you would see like the mummy or Dracula mm-hmm. or. Mm-hmm. You know anything else like that? Creature, too. creatures vary. People love it, and it's they're 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 good movies. You know for what they are for at that time period. And oh, absolutely, you know. yeah, it was cool. Yeah, hey, hey, if we ever get uh, Car- uh, uh, Carolyn Monroe on there, that you know that Eddie Eddie knows her. You know what we yeah. should. We should all watch Doctor Fives. You know, uh, prior. Oh. You know what? Prior to her coming on, that's like one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it is. Oh, I love. I love, I love the. Love uh, the, uh, the first one's excellent, but the second one's okay. But the the, the abominable Doctor Fives is the first one. It is so cool. Yeah. One, now, one, did Sherry watch that with you? Yeah, I've watched it. Uh, yeah, she did. She, Victoria. she did. Yeah, Victoria. <laughs> Victoria, they will pay for what they did to you. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love that movie. You know what? I actually saw it live when I, in 1970 when I was a kid. It scared the crap out of me. Oh, my, wow. Yeah, my sister took me to the drive-in to see it, and that movie yeah. stuck in my head, man. You, you know which was really similar to that? The House of Wax by Vincent Price, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a similar. Did you ever see that, Joe? Oh, yeah. Yeah, great movie. Great movie. Yeah, all those movies. I mean, you can take a whole night of watching. Uh, Vincent Price is a great actor, man. You can, the bat, like, if you do, if you get the bat in color. Or the house in Haunted Hill and Oh, it's beautiful. It's it's really nice. They made a real they did a really good job in that. But the house of wax and then the alias Dr. Five. And what I like about him, he's always got like the thing like Victoria where they will pay. Yeah. <laughs> the same thing with the house of wax, you know, they will pay. Oh yeah. Joseph Cotton played one of the doctors, and so so uh, Dr. Mm. Fives took his son and he and he inserted a key, you know, like down down near his sternum, and, and so he was unconscious. 
And so, and so, uh, Doctor Fives, you know, uh, Vincent Price says, uh, you know, you have to operate on them, uh, but uh, but there's only so much time until this acid comes down on them, you know. Oh my. And so, and so, Joseph Cotton goes, Doctor Fives, I'm going to kill you. And, <laughs> and so, and so, Vincent Price goes, I'm already dead, and he pulls his mask off and he got this oh, horribly yeah. burned up face. Yeah. I remember I almost had a heart attack when I was. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to yeah. tell you guys. There's a newer film that I think it came actually they copied from Doctor Fives a little bit. But if you guys haven't watched it, man, I challenge you guys to watch this film. It's called Dark Man. Huh. It, it's, oh, it's I haven't seen that in years. Well, that sure sounds familiar. Who's the actor that in there? Came out in the nineties, I believe. Is that is that is that Liam is that Liam Neeson? No, no. no? Okay, I'm thinking of something. I'm else. looking it up now. I believe it was like around ninety or ninety one. Nineteen ninety. It was a Sam Raimi movie. Okay. Yeah, two Liam, of them. Neeson, Liam Neeson starred in it. There really? you go. There yeah, he's a dark man, Doctor Peyton Wesley. I thought that was it. Yeah, that was I good. Love yeah, that sure. was Liam. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That would have been him. What? So that was yeah. how many years ago? Thirty-two. He would have been. I thought that was him. Yeah. What in his forties then? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. I, I recognize his nose. We're gonna have to watch that. Yeah, that looks good. I'm gonna have to revisit that. I haven't seen that probably yeah. since the nineties. Yeah. But you know, Ed, you brought up a good subject, and I want to ask you guys on this. So start. You know about black and whites, where they, um, you know, where they colorize them. Do you generally enjoy black and white movies that are colorized? Who are you asking me that question? Or yeah, I'm asking you, Eddie. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Joe. This is kind of like very. It's 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 kind of like a catch twenty two here because uh, what you gave me, and I'll tell you why. Because the House on Haunted Hill is phenomenal in black and white, but I did appreciate the color as well. Okay. Um, it's tough to say. I kind of like the black and white, and the reason for it is like the one you told me to watch today, the house on the, or the dark, dark house and stuff, which was a phenomenal the dark film. house. The old dark house. Yeah. But at the same time, when they've colorized some of them, like with, like say for example, when you see the house on Hunt Hill colorized, it kind of puts you in a predicament because you don't really know which one you like more. Yeah. Well, like something like. Now, do you think the old dark house? Do you think colorizing that would take away from the? Uh, yeah, I think they movement? should leave. I think they should leave I, that alone. Yeah, I think they would. They would because what makes the old dark house kind of cool is the fact that it looks like it's a castle from yeah. a thousand years ago. You know, it's like it's awesome. You know, about a year ago, I I saw online they had it in. I think it was ten parts. Was the uh, someone had someone had colorized the original nineteen thirty one Dracula mm-hmm. and. Well, they did a fantastic job colorizing it. It just, it wasn't the same. It, you know, it just didn't, it didn't feel like the movie. And, and I think because, you know, the, the directors and everything at the time knew how to work everything with, you know, the black and white. If they knew they were doing color, I think they would have darkened, you know, some areas and made it a little bit more spooky. But, you know, I'm interested in seeing House on Haunted Hill um, in color just to. Uh, yeah, I thought that, you know what? I thought they did a good job. You know what? I, I you know what? I kind of agree with Eddie. They did a good job on that. Most things should be left alone. But House on Haunted Hill, they really did a good job on there. It was really cool. Yeah, my, I just watched the uh, the original uh, black and white over at Monster Bash. And that was the first time I've seen it in 
probably 15 years or so. But I, I would like to check out the the color. If you guys say it's good, maybe I'll try to check it out this weekend. Yeah, certain, you know what? Certain things should be left alone. Like, you know what? If we get back to, like, the Twilight Zones. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. If you if you try to colorize those, that's a shame because, you know, that, that whole series – has its charm in uh, black and white, you know. You know and, and that's the same with uh, our gang and the little rascals. I've seen, you know, I, I watch them on uh, Pluto TV when they're on, and most of the time they're colorized. And, and while they do a, a great job colorizing it, whoever's doing it, it just kind of takes away the, the from the charm of you know, Absolutely. you know that that show from the 30s and 40s. I, I'd rather see it in black and white, you know, than, than colorized, but. I did catch a few of them in color, you know, just because I, I wanted to, to see, you know, kind of compare it. And it's just it's not the same. Yeah, no. I think I did mention on the last podcast or, or possibly the one before that they did colorize Night of the Living Dead. Now, you know what? That was such bad quality. You couldn't even hardly see it. So, yeah, I, I couldn't. I think I made it five minutes in and I said, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, it was just so dark. You couldn't tell anything. But I'll tell you what, they they colorized it and they put it through some kind of a cleanup. And I'll tell you what, it's really good. I, I just I, I couldn't watch it colorized. It just, you know, because I was watching, I think a few times I was trying to catch it during Halloween. It was on TV. And every time I go, it was colorized. I said, no, I just I, I tried. Yeah. I just I it's not the same it's not it's so, not the same yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I just said some of them need that, to that's stay what black sound, and white. That's what's the that sound it makes that's the sign it makes <laughs> what is that that's eddie is that a that's, eddie, that's eddie coughing up a fur ball yeah <laughs> How about this one <laughs> sounds like a duck <laughs> that's a stupid comic page man i have to press the button now you know uh, you got if you haven't watched it um watch the color version and and also watch the bat the bat in color it's the same thing it's a phenomenal film in color but i think uh i don't know you guys watch dark man you blew my me away that it was neom 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 nielsen i had forgotten that but there was a second part to and i believe a third part as well yeah, they had. If I, I believe there was three. Um, I believe there was three movies altogether. I'm gonna let me look at this now. I'm gonna look at it now right. online. Yeah, but he says I am dark man. I am dark man. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I didn't watch that. I have to see. I saw parts of it years ago. It yeah, it's been what? so long since I've seen it because I believe there was a comic book too that. Uh, that there was. I I have all three films. I have them in um because I really enjoyed the film and. You know what I think? When you look at all that, Joe, I think all those films come—they uh, copied that right from the uh, Phantom of the Opera because it's kind of like the same thing. The face is disfigured. Um, do you guys remember what was it, The Elephant Man or something? The black and white oh, film. They yeah. says, "I am a human." Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that human. was a great. That was a great movie. That was a really good movie. Yeah, that, that was so cool. And the way he, the way he says that. Yeah. <laughs> I am not an animal. I'm Anthony Hopkins, uh, you know what the doctor was played by Anthony Hopkins in there. He was he was a, he's a good actor. I always liked Anthony Hopkins. You know, if you trace him back to Magic, where uh, he played the magician slash uh, ventriloquist, that came out in 1979, I believe. That was an excellent movie. Yeah, it was really and, good. And, and you know which is a really good actor too that I know you guys are gonna agree with me. Carradine, the original, the father, not the. Oh not yeah, the John John Carradine. Yeah. Oh my God, that guy is phenomenal too, man. Yeah, it's real good. He was really good in his films. 
Yeah. I tell you what, I'm going to have to. I'm looking at this dark man. I'm going to. I'm like getting excited because I haven't seen this for so long. I got. I might have to try to watch this. It's yeah. such a good film. I loved it, man. And there's for anyone out there, there's Dark Man Two: The Return of Durant, and then that's 1995, and then Dark Man Three: Die, Dark Man Die from 1996, and then both of the uh, sequels. Um, let's see, what's his name? Arnold Vosloo plays Dark Man in the second and third one. Mm-hmm. They're not as good as the first, but the no. cover, the cover art for it is phenomenal. Yeah, it looks fantastic. And I was reading too. It it says you know because the first one was done by um by Sam Raimi, and he had actually tried to secure the rights to the Shadow, but um was unable to do so. But that would I would have loved to seen a uh, a Shadow by Sam Raimi. I think that would mm-hmm. be cool. Yeah. That would be, and you know another thing I want to tell you. I don't know if you guys remember. There was a, a like an invi- a modern day Invisible Man. In fact, there's like two or three different Invisible Man films, yeah. but they are with a different name. I know one of them. It was really a really good film. I think the guy kind of like dies or, but those yeah, well, films. Yeah, Kevin Bacon did one a couple years ago, and then there was a recent one, maybe a year ago or so, that came out. We saw that. Yeah, the movies. Yeah, we saw that one. Yeah, we saw that. That was kind of cool. Was it? Was it any? Was it any good? Because I, I kind of passed it up. I didn't. uh, I did too. (laughs) Remember, I thought it was pretty good. Did you think so? Yeah, I thought thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was it called The Invisible Man? I, I believe it was, if I'm not mistaken. I I mean, they had, they had cool graphics. I mean, yeah, I mean, with the technology we have now, though, I remember. Uh, but it was neat. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was called The Invisible Man from uh, yeah, came out in 2020. 2020, yeah. yeah. In yeah. 2020, you know what? I missed that. I didn't. Mm-hmm. But what about the one I'm talking about, uh, Joe? I think it, it has. It looks something like a watery kind of invisibility. Like the image is like watery. Um, oh, I you do know remember. What you, I do remember something about that. What yeah. was the name I think of that? That film? was the. Um, was that the one with Kevin Bacon in it? Because he was like underwater at one one point. Maybe. Yes, I think so. Maybe it was. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. What was the name of that film, Joe? Uh, Hollow Man. That's Hollow it. Man. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, Hollow Man. Yeah, I thought it was. I was thinking Invisible Man, but yeah, it was Hollow Man. It was based off of you know H.G. Wells' Invisible Man, but yeah, they had a different name. Yeah, yeah, that's the one part where he went underwater and it showed, you know, the water going on him, and he looked almost like when the predator turns invisible. He had that uh-huh. kind of, you know, uh-huh. look. Yeah. Elizabeth Shoes in there too. Yeah, Kevin Bacon. I love, you know, what I love H. H. G. Wells. Yeah, yeah, you know, him and Jules Verne are my favorite authors. I think I've read everything from them. They're, you know, those those books really put you like into another yeah. world when you read them. They're unbelievable. Yeah, a lot of. I tell you what, I was. I, there's not enough time in the day for any of this stuff. <laughs> The other night I was watching a um a YouTube video and a guy was talking about um classic science fiction authors and I'm like man I have all those books as like I would really love to just start digging into them and it's like I got to do this 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 and yeah there's yeah there's, you know what, there's not a lot of yeah there's not a lot of time in the day you know what like uh, yeah, uh, yeah I go through spurts Joe like I'll I'll read like ten books and then I won't touch another book for six months I'll read ten more you know it's weird but I'll, yeah. I'll go through spurts I, like that. Yeah, I, I get into spurts with different genres. You know, right now I'm I've been in like a um alternate history conspiracy type genre reading and you know classic horror stuff. I'm reading like a, a biography on Bela Lugosi now. Yeah, and you know I I go in spurts where it's like 
okay, now I want to read, you know, fantasy or science fiction. Right. And right now I want to read some, you know, 30s and 40s or earlier science fiction stuff. And um, yeah, I, I, I go through those spurts too. And sometimes it's it's real annoying. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's, I don't know why I do that. Hey, but getting back to Liam Neeson, I think I read he's retiring. I don't know if he's in bad health. Yeah. I don't know, but I think I read he's retiring, you know. Oh, really? Stuff. Well, he say he's what, 70 years old? He's, yeah, he's not real. Take it easy. Yeah, and and uh, Bruce Willis, of course, he's in bad health. He has an issue. He has yeah. some type of a, a, a medical condition, but he's uh, retiring also. You know, wow. yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, he's he's going to be done. A lot, I tell you, like I said, you know, someone pulls your card on the other side. That's it. <laughs> you know, yeah. One thing, one thing about Liam uh, Liam Nielsen, I always uh, tough time pronouncing that name. Uh, one thing about him, though, is some his films are phenomenal, especially Taken and all that. But yes, I, I've watched one or two films of his that I had. I remember one that I watched, and I'm like, "What the hell was that film about?" And that was like about a month or two ago. And I'm watching this film, and it's about it's the weirdest film, I, and it has like no meaning. And I'm yeah. like, that was like, why did I even sit through that film? <laughs> it's probably one of those just popcorn action movies where you just let your brain wander and just watch the violence <laughs> was it uh eddie was it the one called the other man i think so yeah, yeah i think with so. that yeah. other man that i think his wife was having an affair with or something it, yeah, it, it was it was weird and it just didn't mm -hmm. make sense yeah yeah and then, and then you know where he's got the one in the plane where he has to get off the plane or the or the or the rail i mean those are good but that that one and, and the one that's uh the tombstone among the tombstone that one i didn't like the film at all either you know yeah, a walk, a walk among the tombstones. Yeah, I think I did watch that one. Did we? Yeah, yeah. I think so. yeah. But the ones I like are the taken ones, you know. Oh, yeah. Because I will find you and I will kill you. <laughs> I, I like the way he goes. I have some technical skills that will yeah. make, it, make me very dangerous for a man like you. And he made how many of those taken movies? Oh, I said, What's the next one? Someone dog. takes his dog. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. He, I have a question for both of you guys. A question. What about if you have a choice between Taken and the Bourne, all, 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 you know, like Bourne Supremacy, Bourne, which one would you choose, Jason Bourne or Taken? Taken. Yeah, probably Taken. Yeah. What about you, Joe? I have, I have never seen any of the, the Bourne movies. No way, Joe. Never seen any of them, and I've I seen Taken once, and I didn't really care for it, so I'm going <laughs> to go with. Oh, I'm gonna go with answer C. None of the above. None of the above. There you go. Break my heart. I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not a big um, Matt Dillon fan. Or that's his name, right? Matt Dillon. Yeah. From from Born. Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't even know. We, I mean, no, it's not. Is it Matt Dillon? No, I don't think it's Matt. What is he? Let me see. Yeah, uh, what, I, I thought it was something. Uh, let me I'm see. Sure, he's, sure, he's looking it up. Jason, I mean, Born and Born is a good film, man. I mean, I, I love those action. It's kind of like, do you remember the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger where they uh they take his memory or they take his uh Matt Damon? Yeah, it Matt is Matt. Damon, yeah. It is Matt Damon. Yep. Mm -hmm. what, yeah, Matt, what did I say, Matt Dillon or something? Matt, yeah, yeah. Matt Damon. I, I was one of those Matts. I, I was not not really a big fan of him. I liked him in uh, Goodwill Hunting. I, I thought he played mm -hmm. a good character there, but I was never a fan of his, so I never watched. Mm -hmm. okay. the, the films and i heard they're excellent i i do want to to get oh, yeah. around and watch hey, them hey if you guys want to see a good liam neeson movie okay this is this is a good one it's called the haunting 
and it's, oh. it's a it's a it's a remake of the 1964 one, I believe that was in black and white. But this is 1999. It's called The Haunting. It is so cool. You know what? He plays a a, a psychologist that gets these people to go to a yeah. supposed haunted castle. You know, and it's it's just really good. Uh, what's his name is on there too? Um, uh, I could see his face. Uh, Owen Owen, Owen Wilson. Yeah. Owen well, Wilson. Yeah, it's Catherine uh, uh, Yeah, Catherine Zeta Jones. It's called uh-huh. The Haunting. That's one. Hey guys, we movies. we have about a minute here, but oh, yeah, that was a great movie, The Haunting. I, I, I actually it. bought it on DVD when it came out because I, I loved it so much. But uh, we're gonna have to wrap it up here. Time flew by. I want to thank everybody out there for joining us on this podcast, whatever platform you're on. Please subscribe to us. Give us a uh, great review. Also, check us out on YouTube, House of the Unusual. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Eddie and Chuck always have some great videos coming out there. And also, we have our flagship site, HouseOfTheUnusual.com. We have a free forum there, and we have links to the podcast, uh, eBay store, all that good stuff. And uh, that's where you could mostly find everything and uh, go from there. But, yeah, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, Catch us every week. Uh, Chuck, Sherry, Eddie, uh, thank you for joining us. Great conversation. I mean, time flew by. We have to do some more of these these grab bag type uh, uh, (laughs) episodes. But, yeah, guys. Hey, everyone out there, have a great week, and we will see you next time. Good night. God bless, guys. Bye now.